You are listening to The Mel and Anna Show with Melissa Bucken and Anna Saucier. Episode 4. Hey, what's up? Welcome to The Mel and Anna Show podcast, where we're chatting all things in the cycle of life, from family and friendship to food and fertility and everything in between. We believe in dreaming big, showing up every day, and taking imperfect action. This is the path to uncovering your inner genius. Well, hey there. Welcome back. Hi. So in episode three, Anna and I chit-chatted all about chit-chat. So if you haven't already, listen to that episode. And today we are talking about listening. So I think this segues really well from our last conversation, how important it is to actively listen. And this is something that can really help our conversations go deeper and to really help build connections. So Anna, let's just kind of dive in to the importance of being a good active listener. I think this is something that in today's world of distraction that we can easily get away from if we don't intentionally focus on being present in the moment, which we've talked a lot about, I think, in every single episode so far. It's, I'm really seeing a theme here of being intentional and... Yeah, it, we were talking about intentional conversations in episode three. We talked about asking, you're asking meaningful questions of the person um, because you want to know more about them. But that also shows that you are listening. So if we're not actively listening and we're having a conversation, then you're not going to be able to ask meaningful right, questions. Right, because right? you have those, those great conversationalists, but you can tell they're not listening because mm-hmm. they may be checking your cell phone or their eyes are wandering. And as I mentioned in the last episode, that's hurtful. It kind of hurts. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a gal who really likes a step-by-step kind of practical approach. So today I would like to talk about some practical tips to how to engage in active listening. Yeah. Can we do that? We're going to do five, right? Yeah, let's do five. Okay. okay, so first off, I think it's really important, and we mentioned this last time, so I'm just going to say it again because repetition is key, and I think this was really important, is the importance of eye contact. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a conversation, it really shows that you, you care and that you have attention, and it really connects you to what they are saying. Um, you're not wandering you know, there's so many visual uh, distractions and visual mm-hmm. candy around us. So really engage in the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that um, in maybe in a lot of our lives, you know, in our audience and the listeners, maybe we're trying to have a conversation with somebody while there are kids running around and we need to make sure that they're not jumping off the counters, you know, or falling off the counters. And so this is something that, that we intentionally come back to. Um, you may be doing other things and actually still listening, but it's showing the person that you're always coming back to being present mm-hmm. with them. And I think this is an important... It's not a constant, because that's weird. Right, <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> I you're agree. You're really uncomfortable. I agree. And, you know, I'm kind of putting this, I think we were talking more of, like, engaging in conversations in a group or with strangers, but mm-hmm. I think this is really key in people that are a day-to-day part of our lives, so our spouses and our children, yes. where we're in constant communication but, I mean, come on, let's be totally honest. How many of us, our children are talking and we're listening, but we're also looking at our phone or some other distraction. 
taking the time to put it down. So that actually leads us right into the next tip. So the first one is eye contact. And the next for active listening is to avoid distractions because there are so many things that can grab our attention. So putting the phone away, turning down the music Mm -hmm. so that people know that you're present. And this, I think, is a big thing. I know just living family life. So we love music. There's always music blaring in our house. And I'm usually the one, turn it down. It's too loud. Like I (laughs) love my, that's my husband. I love music. (laughs) I love loud music. Do you? Okay. Well, you can come jam at our house anytime. (laughs) And we definitely love a good family dance party, but there's just, there's a certain threshold where it's just too loud and I can't engage in conversation. I Mm -hmm. can't hear the person. So you top that with then, you know, I've got a kid on their computer doing homework and I'm cooking and, and somebody else is you know, maybe engaged with a screen, you know, I'm all about managing the screens, but reality is everybody has screens Mm -hmm. nowadays. So putting away the distraction now, not all the time conversations can happen over great music while cooking dinner and getting stuff done or it can happen within that. So uh you just take a break Mm -hmm. for five minutes. Yes. Engage in a meaningful conversation for five minutes and then get back to what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I think it doesn't take long to show, particularly, I mean, we can talk about this in a whole other episode, particularly if you have somebody whose um, love language is oh, so good, so good, meaningful time together. Yes. Right? What, it, what yes. is the, the official um, word? Um, oh, you're putting me on the spot. And I, I know. love the five love languages. It's, um, it's not mine, but it is my husband's. Um, like time together. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That, that's yeah. what it is. Maybe like sitting on the couch. Can... <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're on the spot here. We don't have, um, but this, this segues right time. into the third active listening skill, which is body gestures. So yeah. taking that time, positioning yourself in front of the person, giving them full attention, and then you can turn and do back, go back to, to what you were working on. And the conversation can continue going. So this is, I think, more of active listening skills for day-to-day family life is how I'm seeing this conversation going, which is really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. Because I'm seeing myself, I'm creating this visual in my mind of what conversations look like in our family when we're busy and just carrying on, trying to get out of the house in the morning, coming home. Um, There's always something to do, something going on. Yeah, and I think it it makes when we can practice these things in the daily habitual life that yes. happens all day long, yes. then, you know, why would we just save it for conferences or groups mm-hmm. or um, in those get togethers when, if we can just ingrain it and have it be a part of what, who we are, you know, what we do. Okay. So I'm seeing another episode where we need to talk about the power of habit because this is one yeah, of those like sure. little nuances where we're engaging in conversation with our families every single day but it's the way we go about it so are we letting distraction overcome us so that we there's a tension of frustration in the air and nobody really feels listening to or are we implementing these active listening skills and making the most of the present moment yeah that's so powerful by you know we've talked about making eye contact avoiding those distractions giving the person your time by altering your body gesture Mm -hmm. and then four number four is giving feedback which I think is really interesting, and I want to talk about this because some people might think that this means like advice or even constructive criticism, mm-hmm. which in certain situations can be okay, but that not, is not necessarily what this means. So good. Such yes, a good let's point. Let's talk about this Absolutely. because I think it's really important. 
um, that this is more of asking clarifying questions. Oh, what do you mean by that? Like, this is a curiosity. It's not actually, I don't like the word feedback. Really. Okay, so, you know, so change, change, change my little, little tip. Okay, sure. <laughs> Sorry, change my tip. <laughs> totally okay. Because, fee yeah, feedback, I think we think of advice or we think, uh, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, feedback's okay. We just need to put it in the right context. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's giving them, like, listening feedback. Okay, yes, there's somebody there. It's almost like, yes, your words are getting to me and... I'm sending so, them back to you. So like it's, it's like by summarizing. There you go. Summarizing or paraphrasing. So they told you something and you and you talk it back to them. So this is what I hear you saying. Right. Now that seems a little scripted, but yeah, so tell me more no, about I think it's just I really want to understand this. So let, and I've said that to people before. Okay, I want to make sure that I understand what you're saying. Now that it could be a little weird if they're just like telling you. Okay, so for instance, so I'm cooking dinner and my I'm listening, so I'm actively listening here. Um, and one of my children says, so Timmy kicked me in the shin at soccer practice. Oh, I'm sorry, that probably hurt. Or, did I hear you correctly? You got hit, in the, kicked in the shin at soccer practice? Yes, I love that. How did that make you feel? Yeah. And so exactly. there's some active listening. So mm -hmm. I took a moment because there was something of importance to the child that they said, rather than, okay, brush it off, just tell back what they said to you and then ask a clarifying question. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I really like that because... And this is not easy. This is not easy. I mean, to throw yourself in like there's spaghetti boiling on the stove <laughs> and everybody wants to tell you part of their day. And I mean, I, you know, I've seen these memes and I totally relate like you know, your kids just go on and on and on about everything in their day. Some kids don't talk. I have talkers, mm -hmm. so they all want to tell me every single detail. Now, boys, not so much. The girls will spill it all out. Um, but knowing, so when you have a child who's just really has so much to share, being able to, you can't actively listen through that whole conversation. It's exhausting. <laughs> so being able to be intentional about picking out the key points yeah. and then going deep on that. But then how do you pull a conversation from a child who's like, oh, how was your day? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I need help with that. And I honestly, I have like no advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And even when, it's funny, because my four-year-old, even when I know they had a disaster of a day, mm -hmm. he will say, it was great. Mm -hmm. And I would really love help yeah. on how to, because so it's it, being, especially when I was young, like I want to build that habit of, of doing that, mm -hmm. of, of being able to hear him. And what I find um, actually works best with him is we'll, like at bedtime, you know, we'll just be lying there, hey, do you want to talk about something? And then he'll just start talking about whatever. Yeah, but not when he's playing, you know, I usually right. probably pick the wrong times. Okay, so I have, I have two th thoughts yes, on this. Yes, okay, so first share. of all, yeah, it's absolutely the time, and bedtime conversation is the best. For me, it's something I struggle with, and I'm just going to be totally vulnerable. Putting kids to bed is not my favorite thing. It's yeah. something I've always struggled with, and I know when my kids are out of the house, I'm going to beat myself up for that because it's such a precious and special time. It's just I'm tired, and I want to go to bed, and it's just not my favorite time of day, but it's so important, and I think that's a great time to engage in conversation, but then not how was your day, and especially for the young mind, they don't know how to process that. So if they had art class, your son loves to take art class, tell me about your art class today, or 
what was the favorite thing that you drew? You have to be specific. So you have to know a little bit about their day. Pick one thing and ask them to expand on that moment. Because if you ask, you know, most kids, I know my kids, what did you have for lunch? They have no idea what they had for lunch. And they had lunch two hours ago. They never remember what they had for lunch. Yeah, um, or what did you do today? Right. I never get anything so, out of that. So if you know a little bit about it, you can pull. So if you know that today in science they were studying about... <laughs> water, whatever, you know, so, so tell me, tell me what you learned about water today. Um, and, uh, yeah, go from there. So, so that's, uh, I think really, really a key element to having important conversations, but then actively listening. And mm -hmm. then I, so my, the final tip that I have, so we talked about making good eye contact, avoiding distractions, and then having your body physically present body posture. Sometimes our bodies speak louder than words. So taking the time, stepping back, and engaging full on with them. Maybe it's even touching their arm, giving them a hug. Yeah. And then going back to what you're doing. And then, okay, so I said give feedback, but you're saying asking clarifying questions, which I like. It's just really talking back to them about what they're saying. And then last, it's showing that you're listening, which I think ties it all together. So when we're showing something that we're listening, the power of a smile is so important. This mm -hmm. is something I'm guilty of. So when I'm engaged in conversation, uh, my daughter tells me I tend to look like I'm constipated or really angry. <laughs> and that's just my engaged face. Like if I'm captivated in a conversation, apparently I'm a beast to look at. And so <laughs> I have to work on. It makes you feel better. I haven't noticed that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so I have to, to work on smiling mm -hmm. and, and being uh, present when I'm really captivated by something. So the power of a smile or a friendly gesture um, goes a long way. Or even I think when we're in that busyness of, you know, using the example of water's boiling and, you know, and things are going on and the music is blaring. Um, but if you, you really still can be listening while you're doing other things. But if there's something, this is where you need to know the person, you know, like their voice changes or you know it's something important or significant that happened. That's the time of any other time to stop and turn and make eye contact and touch and even if it's just repeat back, he kicked you in the shins. And I don't even think you have to ask a question, but just showing that you know that's meaningful will keep them talking. And, okay, so this conversation, like it sounds easy in theory. This is hard practical it's stuff. Practice, this yeah. is about being, and I think probably a lot of our listeners are, are moms. And so they can really relate to the busyness of life and being pulled in a million directions and, and being in a state of distraction most of the time when managing family. So this is a daily practice that where you're not going to get it perfect, probably ever. So it's about taking that imperfect action to try to be an active listener to your spouse, to your children, to whoever you work with on a, on a day to day basis. Like I'm really good at being an active listener to my clients because that's what I do. That's, right. I'm, I'm, right. that's my job, but that, that's an, it's an also a job to love our family. Yeah. It's also a job to love our family. And so I need to take it that seriously. And it's, I, again, go, I think this is the first episode that we have of, you know, well, because they're my family and I love them so much, this should happen organically. I should just want to listen to them. No, it's a skill that we have to develop so that we can show up yeah. and be present and uncover that best version of ourselves. So getting rid of the distraction. It's all about getting rid of the stuff that is keeping us from who we truly are. Yeah, so your whole self can be present. Yeah, and it's not easy, with. but it, it's a beautiful high calling. But it can be very simple. Yeah, yes. even if it's not easy, it can be very simple. Yes, simple, 
but something that we have to show up for, right? Exactly. And so I think this is really great, something that I know I'm going to be working on, and I challenge all of our listeners. Um, let us know, um, how do you engage in active listening? And what helps you to stay centered in a conversation and to be present for your spouse or for your children? Yeah, or which of these tools are you going to... Yeah, so as just to recap, so just some basic active listening skills are, you know, making eye contact, avoiding those distractions that are all around, being intentional with body gestures. Your body language speaks volumes. Asking those clarifying questions or just talking back the conversation and then show that you're listening through your a smile, face, your face, yeah. yeah. So, um, e again, yeah, easy in theory, but something that we have to commit to, to practicing daily. So, good stuff, Anastasia. Right. Yes. Talk All to right. you in the next episode. All right, bye for now.